Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What Are We Doing with your hosts, Becca and Ari. What are we doing? Everybody, this is a pretty momentous occasion on the podcast because we have our first letter, I wouldn't even say letter, like DM of fan mail. And I mean, obviously, like our parents and like our friends tell us that they like the podcast, but this is someone who we don't know. So it's a truly momentous occasion. I'm going to shout them out. Her name is Julia, and she says that she loves our podcast. She can't fall asleep without listening. It's so calming and also so entertaining with lots of hearts. So, Julia, thank you so much. Thank You're the you reason so we do so much, this. Julia. I'm so excited right now. Like, it's just an amazing feeling. To know that it's not just like my mom and Sydney Schwab who listens to us and Anna, obviously <laughs> shout out Anna and Irish Anna. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. When she messaged me, I was like, hang on, people listen to our podcast. Like I knew people did, but like sometimes you're just like jaded by the I fact that I didn't know people did. Can you see how many people listen to the podcast? Yes, but I try not to look because sometimes it's a little disheartening. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. Ari and I always said this is like a passion project. Like, obviously we want to go somewhere with it, but we're doing it for us, you know? Yeah. It's more just a way to catch up and we also it's like get therapy. to talk about things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like friend therapy for when you're in a long distance friendship. It's honestly great. And I would recommend it. Um, speaking of bud, tell me about some highs and lows of your week. Start with a low. Okay. My low not too bad of a low. I had a pretty good week. My low is that I'm just mm. I'm just a bit tired today. You know when you're kind mm. of just like, Bleh. yes, and you're just literally after we're done with this podcast, I'm legit gonna start to get ready for bed, and it's eight o'clock. You're out. Yeah. You know what? That's the adulting life. That's what happens when you turn twenty, twenty two, twenty three. I know. I'm an old woman now. Truly. Um. I felt like an old woman this past week because, so I got my second vaccine shot. I know. And so exciting. I can't wait to be on the first car ride out to you. Um, But I was like the one that like went in with the mindset that like, oh yeah, like this won't affect me. Like vaccines never affect me. Like I am made of steel. I have an immune system of a God, but it, it did affect me very much so badly that I was literally knocked on my ass for like two days. I had a fever, chills, like it was the worst 16 hours of my life, I'd say, but it was all worth it. But I, I was know, definitely I saw your I saw your story, your, your posting on Snapchat about it. I felt so bad. Mm. Thank you, bud. But it was worth it. I, I felt bad like complaining because I was like, okay, Becca, like literally control yourself. Like you have a vaccine. Yeah, fuck Chill. you. You got the vaccine. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, this is hell. But the best part about it was like it, it didn't last for like, you know, two weeks like COVID would. So, I mean, you know, it's much better than that. Oh, also quick little additional low. Ryan has COVID. <gasps> e. No. How'd she get it? She doesn't know. She must have the UK strand that's, like, in Spain right now because she literally was, like, she wasn't exposed. Like, she doesn't even know who she got it from, where she got it. Like, very weird. That's very interesting. Thank you. But I think she's going to be okay. I mean, she's feeling a lot better now, but definitely scary. Yikes. Doesn't sound too fun. Yikes. I know. Well, Ryan, we're thinking of you, but, but what is a high? A high is um, that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was authorized. 
I'm really I happy about that. that. That's so exciting. And I was, like, kind of scared because I thought people were going to be like, okay, great, but it's only this much effective. And, like, I was going to hit people if they said that because, like, get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're so lucky to have three. I know. I'm so happy. And, you know, hopefully it starts coming out soon. It's going to be a really big game changer. So I'm excited. So excited. Um my high was yesterday I met Quinn 92. We um I saw zoomed. that. Can you explain? Yes. So my friend Ashley, she entered a contest um 457 times <laughs> to win a Zoom with Quinn 92. And she won. She won first place and so we all got to sit there and Zoom with him and he was like the coolest guy. He's from um Michigan, he's from Detroit. So it was just kind of cool to, like, talk about, you know, the Midwest suburbs and everything. And then he was telling us a lot about, like, Lewis the Child. And we were like, oh, yeah, like, they went to um, Nutrier, which is a high school kind of near Ari and I. And so it was just kind of cool to have all those connections. And he promised us, like, front row tickets to his next concert. And it was just overall an amazing time. So definitely a highlight of not only my week, but probably my life. What's one of his most famous songs are you asking me to sing? Don't make me sing. No, I'm okay, just... Okay, fine, I'll sing. <laughs> no, but what's one of his most famous songs? I'm just blanking. He sings, um, You Can Call Me Stacy, You Can Call Me Love. Oh. That one? Yeah, oh. I love like that one. Like, she's a psycho from a Midwest, Midwest suburb. No. Yeah. Oh, my no. God. That's yeah, so fun. straight jacket. And he does the, that's how we say, it's the little things. Dum, 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 dum. dum. Yeah. 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 It's the little things. I love that song. Yeah. So it was really cool. And he played us some songs from his new album, which is coming out Friday. And overall premium experience, 10 out of 10 would recommend. That's like awesome. So you did win one giveaway. I know you lost another giveaway, but you kind of won through Ashley another giveaway. Totally. Um, I didn't want to talk about it, guys, but I'm a little upset because I entered a Sore Instagram subject. giveaway. <laughs> I entered an Instagram giveaway where I tagged so many accounts so many times, and I literally tagged Ari probably every day for the past week, and I tagged the podcast Instagram, and I did not win. I think it was rigged, but um, Instagram, I'll be having a word with you pretty soon. Um, speaking of Instagram, this week for topic suggestions, we posted on our Instagram for some user submissions. And Sydney Schwab, queen of cursive herself, texted me. She's like, I will be flooding the WAD Instagram with ideas. And I was like, this was post was meant for you. So she came up with our next topic or our topic of the episode, which is embarrassing childhood stories, which I'm so excited about because I just want to laugh. I know. I'm excited for this one, too. I think this will be a fun, lighthearted one. I'm excited to embarrass myself. Mm hmm. We could all use some levity in these day and age. Yeah. That was definitely English, these day and age. All right, bud, take it away. Do you have a funny one? Yeah, maybe I th- maybe we'll do like I do one, then you do one, then I do one, then you yeah. do one. Um, yeah, good call. Okay, so I have I actually struggled to come up with these stories because I legit have so many embarrassing stories. So many. But you know when mm-hmm. someone says, oh, tell us an embarrass- embarrassing story, you, just, you forget like, them all. You blank out. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And I'm texting my mom. So I have two that have to do with I when I used to do theater when I was younger. Um, so the first one, I'll tell this one. This is like my first one, which I think the second one is better. But 
Basically, um, there's this American Girl doll store in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they did this American <laughs> Girl doll show. And it was like you could audition for it. And I went after school one day. And I was probably about nine. All these girls were, you know, tied up with ribbons and dresses. And their moms were like spraying their hair with hairspray with lip gloss and, and I looked like a mangy rat <laughs> just <laughs> and the line to audition for this was maybe like five hours long it was everyone oh lined God. up to audition for this and I just need the kind of confidence I had when I was that age because I was like <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfect for this and it's all these girls who legit look like American Girl Dolls come to life and I, I legitimately told, I, I'm coming straight from recess. Like, it just was not, <laughs> I'm wearing tennis shoes. It just, everything was wrong. And I went in there and they had me sing and I sang something like dumb. And then they're like, oh, you know, can you tap dance? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, can, oh can you actually tap dance? I was like, yeah, of course I can. Like, okay, can you show us something? I'm in these like <laughs> chunky tennis shoes, and I start just like flopping my foot around, like dancing oh, around, no. twirling, pretending I can tap. And they're like, "Great <laughs> job! That was so good." I'm like, "Thank you." You know, like I've been doing it for a long time. These people are professional, like talent people. directors. They know yes. that a nine year old is faking that she can tap dance. And then they're like, thank you so much. I walked out of that audition and all the, again, 500 girls waiting out there, waiting for their turn. I go, mom, I definitely got the part. Screamed. (laughs) Screamed. And everyone's like looking at me. I'm just like, okay, okay, sweet. Like, shh. And I didn't get it. It actually turned out they called my mom and said, you know, she was actually really good and we were considering her, you know, unfortunately she just didn't have enough tap experience to <laughs> get the part. But I was that like, really oh, came back to bite time. you. But you know what? That kind of confidence, you know, today you're in a room with a lot of different girls who all look perfect and beautiful. You're kind of like, oh, like why do they all look so good? Uh, me, little like mangy straw haired rat was like, I'm going to kill this. And you know what? I'm going to bring back that confidence because um, these famous theater people got to see me completely butcher attempting to tap dance. And I thought I was so suave and would get away with it. But I didn't. So that's a fun little embarrassing story. That is actually so funny. Oh, my God. I can, like, picture this whole thing happening. Wow. Um, Okay. My first one is um, let me set the scene. I'm in church, probably like... Ooh, good one. Oof, I know. Probably like eight or nine, okay? And we were in like a pew, and my family was at like one end of the pew, and then like at the other end of the pew was like an older gentleman who I think he probably <laughs> knew at the time, but I I don't recall who he is. But I believe like halfway through the service, he maybe was like dozing off like I'm not 100% sure if he was like asleep or just maybe he closed his eyes but but I pointed to I like tapped my mom on the shoulder and like she was like Becca like you can't talk during church and I go mom that man's gonna go any second (laughs) and my mom's like oh 
Yes, like I literally was like, he's gonna go any second. Like he's a goner. Like, <laughs> but he was just an older man sitting by himself, and I fully just. And my mom was like, oh my god. And then I'm I'm sure the man heard me, so he probably perked up a little bit. But like, how awkward. And that was one of the moments where my mom was like, like when you have kids, you know what I mean? And yeah, and you're, you're like, embarrassed. Oh my god. Right, you're like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I think that was one of those moments where my mom, like, regretted having me for, like, a split second. <laughs> but it was like, oh, man. I, I, my mom still tells me about it. She's like, remember that time in church? I did well, a lot least, of bad things at in least church. He didn't, at least he didn't go. Like, at least he True. stayed alive. <laughs> True. He stayed present. Um, imagine. <laughs> you might have saved someone's life and you don't even know. Imagine the next day we get, like, a, a circulation around church. Like, oh, no, he's he's gone. <laughs> Um, okay, but what's your second one? So this is one of my favorite ones. I don't think I've told it on the podcast before, and I think you know this one. Okay. Um, but basically, when I was, again, around, like, nine years old, a lot of things happened when I was nine. I just was a shit show. And I was in this show for Highland Park Players, which is, like, a... Was I in this show with you? No, this was this was um, Gypsy. Gypsy. So you okay. weren't you weren't in this one with me. It wasn't Annie. So and this is when we were in like fourth, third, or fourth grade. Okay. And I was playing the, the part of this girl named Baby June, and I literally had one song where I'd come on and sing the song, and I'd come out of like a little newsstand, sing the song, I'd dance around. I had like baton twirling, whatever. And then I'd be done for the rest of the show because I played like the younger version of one of the main characters. So mm-hmm. I was that day at recess, I was just screaming my head off, you know, on the slide, whatever. And so I was hoarse, like my voice wasn't mm-hmm. working well when I got to the show that night. And my grandparents were coming in from Cleveland to see it. And oh, no. my mom was like, Ari you know, they're going to see it. You really don't want to, you know, mess up your song. Just drink a lot of water. She's like, here, she gave me five bottles of water. Drink all of it. It'll make you sound better. It'll help (laughs) clear your voice. So, okay. I'm like, cool. I drink, I down legit probably five. all this water. Yeah, shotgunning this water. Like, literally, I'm going to drown in this water. And then it's time for my number, my one number. And I, all the kids start singing at first and then they like present me and I come out of this little newsstand. So while I'm waiting behind the newsstand, there's some like high school volunteer or whatever. It's like helps me do my quick change and helps me, you know, tell me, you know, the time (laughs) it helped me with opening the door when I go on stage. And, you know, she's probably at the time, she's probably like 16 or something like that, 15, 16. Yeah. And I basically get behind the newsstand and I'm like, shit, I really, really have to pee. <laughs> and I, and then I say to her, I'm like, can I just go pee? She's like, you're literally about to go on. I'm like, okay. And then I just start peeing all over her hand. <laughs> like as I'm going to go on stage and she's like, what is going on? I'm like, it's a water bottle. It's water. I just, I stick a, what did I stick a water bottle in my vagina? Like, I don't know. So I'm like, it's water, it's water. So I'm peeing all over this poor girl's hand. And then it's like, they're like, baby, June. And they present me and I go on stage 
and I start my song as I am just peeing across the stage and I do the dance and it's just like coming out like pee across the stage and did you um, sound good at least I sounded good it worked oh thank god and then it just all worked out that that night my mom happened to be the, the child chaperone and there happened to be an extra pair of clothes that someone had Oh, thank God. I just peed all over this poor girl. Like, this poor girl is just volunteering (laughs) at the local community theater. And I just start peeing all over her hand. And then the stage is, like, wet with pee. And I just... I I actually think I have, like, a psychological... This is, like, really, really intimate. (laughs) But I think I have, like, a psychological UTI or something now because... I feel like I have to pee every three seconds because I'm so scared that... That you're going to pee on someone's yeah, hands again? because I pee all over the <laughs> stage. And here's another fun pee story that's also <laughs> embarrassing. I just had, like, bladder issues when I was younger. So I peed in my bed till I was, I think, like, nine, like ten years old. Yeah, you were older. We could never share a bed at sleepovers. And, and, and I remember that. And not because... And not because... <laughs> and I was like... I was like, this is this will be the death of me if it ever comes out. I'm like, here's for everyone who wants to know. But it wasn't because I like couldn't control my bladder, as it would seem from the story before. It was mm-hmm. because I'm such a deep sleeper. You know, I sleep through everything. I literally yes. slept through burglar alarms. So I basically, it was like a problem because I'm starting to get into like yeah. fourth grade and I'm peeing in my bed every night. And it's just such a nuisance right. for my mom was to come in and, you know, change my freaking sheets every worst. single day when there's pee all over. And also it just sucks to wake up in your own pee. <laughs> and a lot of times the issue would be is I'd be sleeping and I'd be dreaming that I was going to the bathroom. But then yep. I wasn't yep. actually, I was dreaming. Totally. So she's like, we got to get this problem in check because it's just really not good. I was going to camp, overnight camp that year. Yeah. It, she had like a deal with the counselors, like a secret deal. Like if RIP is like, uh, we're going to not make sure any of the kids Send know. Send her home. No, no, make sure the oh. kids don't know. I, I don't know, I was holding yeah, it. Yeah, I actually thinking, ended up stopping thinking. right before that. So it never ended up being an issue. But I... Um, my mom to try and like train me to stop peeing in my bed bought this special underwear that had an alarm on it and it was like <laughs> the loudest alarm you've ever heard it's like <laughs> and it, it it was a special peeing in the bed underwear because once it sensed a little bit of water oh my like, god it or a little bit of liquid <laughs> coming from your vagina it would just go <laughs> like whatever and it was supposed to wake you up and be like okay go to the bathroom like yeah. you're starting to pee um yeah. well me who sleeps through everything <laughs> did not oh, hear no. the alarm going off at all my entire house was up in the middle of the night because my underwear <laughs> alarm is like <laughs> waking up the entire house and i'm just i'm just oh, blissfully no. peeing through this <laughs> and it's just like i just think it's so funny that i used to have legit Underwear with an alarm on it because it used to be my only bed. Only you. Be in my oh, bed, but only um, you. I don't know. I think that just makes me unique. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely like one of those like super fun, quirky, like no one else would have that kind of thing. I mean, and it's just it used to be so embarrassing. I mean, like it is embarrassing. Like thank God it's not no, that's anymore. so funny. That would suck. Own that. But the thing is, is that now I think I have like a little bit of PTSD right. from it. So every night. Yep. I feel like I have to go to the bathroom at least 40 times, even if I don't have to, I usually don't have to, but I'm just like making sure 
Because I think of yeah. all the traumatic peeing experiences I've had. I peed, I peed walking off the bus once in fifth grade. I couldn't hold it <laughs> on the bus. So I, I literally, as I was walking out to get out of my house, I started peeing down the aisle of the bus. <laughs> like just so okay. many unfortunate events with peeing. Oh um, with urine. So um, I just really, truly exposed myself. So, yeah. So that, that those wow. are my embarrassing stories. Okay, well... Um, Three quick things to comment on about that one. Firstly, relating to um, a little Highland Park player's mishap. Do you do you not, not remember wearing... that one? <laughs> no, it's Main Street. <laughs> when you read, it's so funny. <laughs> tell tell the story really quick. So I basically got laryngitis. Like I, I wasn't sick. Like I wasn't you know screaming at recess. Like I basically just had laryngitis and. Um, I was at a show with Ari. We were in Annie, and I had, like, this one solo in Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, and I was, like, ready to nail it, and then I, like, kind of felt my voice going, but I was like, nah, I'm fine, and I go to sing it, and of course, it's on the night that they are recording the performance, Um, and we had, like, eight shows. Like, I really could have lost it at any other time, but this one show they were recording, and I have this, like, major voice crack on this line. And it is now on YouTube for the world to see and enjoy for the rest of, you know, time. It's so, so funny. She's like, who cares what they're wearing from Main Street? <laughs> yeah, I'll post it on the Instagram. Um, but yeah, just good timing. And then at every show after that, I actually had to like, instead of letting the girl who was supposed to like do it for me do it, I was like not about to have that. So I actually just ended up talking the solo. So I'd be like, who cares? <laughs> A dramatic reading. <laughs> Who cares what you're wearing? It was like slam poetry because I was so bitter of like letting this girl do my solo. I was like, I'll just talk it. Like, don't worry. I don't know how they let me do that. But um, the second one was about peeing. And I'm regretting that I, to admit this, but I literally peed the bed like last. <laughs> I peed the bed last month because I was just in too deep of a sleep. And I just woke up and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It happens to the best of us. We are human. Yes, it does. And then that's actually funny that you said that because my um, second funny story was I was asking my mom this. I was like, mom, like, do I have any funny stories from like when I was little? And she's like, well, whenever you wanted to manipulate me, you would tell me that you would pee your pants if... I didn't let you do something and you do it like you had this ability to pee on command and you didn't even care if you peed your pants so she said there was one time where my mom had to go pick up Jessica my older sister from Ravinia and obviously she took me in the car but she's like Becca I'm gonna go run up to the door to get her you wait in the car and I was like if you leave me here I'll pee (laughs) this is an ultimatum this is a threat it was and my mom's like Becca you don't even have to go you went three times before we left I was like I'll do it I'm gonna be right here (laughs) test me right now try me and then she did and I fully just peed my pants in my car seat and I was like I told you I did it I wasn't lying oh my god that was I love a good pee story and if everyone's curious I did tell LinkedIn boy that I had an accident one night and (laughs) he was like well that's weird (laughs) I I literally I just think it's so funny when you're young and you can just you just test your parents like that I used to go when my mom used to take me to the grocery store if I was pissed I would just scream bloody murder in the grocery <laughs> store and I would be like 
looking around at my Our mother. Our poor parents. And, but it wasn't like a, Wah. it was like a, just a scream. No. Like a legit scream. Blood curdling. Yeah, it's just, I mean, kids are so, I peed all over my grandfather once when we were, um, like, we were taking a nap when I was like, maybe like seven. And he was like, oh, you can come take a yeah. nap. And I was like, thank you, peed all over <laughs> <laughs> what is up with the peeing? I think I just have a we very, very a small, pee. very weak bladder. Mm-hmm. That's definitely it, for sure. Um, but I'm happy to hear that you have been accident-free for a while now. I've been accident-free for 12 years. I wish I could say the same. Um, <laughs> You've been no accident-free for one month. <laughs> Oh, God. But it was the same thing. Like, in that dream of mine, I was, like, out like a light. I've never usually... I have not done that since I was, like, six. No offense, but... Um, <laughs> That's but, okay. Like, <laughs> not taken. <laughs> but, like, I was just dreaming of going to the bathroom. Oh, I love laughing this hard. Okay. Let's move on to our next segment because I'm literally crying tears of I love how our embarrassing laughter. stories turn into, like, us peeing at times that we should be peeing. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna pee right now because I'm laughing so hard. Embarrassing stories okay. featuring urine, starring urine. <laughs> the urine just likes to be the, the cause of every embarrassing story. It just likes to be front and center. Um, but it won't be for this next segment. No one's peeing during this next segment, which is our pop culture segment where we talk about what's going on in pop culture and we like to call da 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 da. What's poppin'? I like how in last week's episode, I was, like, so confident. I'm like, that was together. That was together. And then when I was listening to it, I was like, it really was not. It but really, I was definitely a few beats behind beats. you. Beats. I think as long as you sing it when you hear me sing it, it'll be together. But I did that last time. Oh, okay. Then maybe that was my editing skills. Because sometimes i got to place things. Either way. Whatever. We'll work on it in post. We'll fix it in post. Um... My What's Poppin' Bud, I don't know if you ended up watching it because I didn't um, I didn't hear from you after that, but did you watch the Harry and James Corden, Prince Harry and James Corden video? Yes. It was so funny. Everything. You could tell it was very, it was a smart PR move for both of them because- Huge. Because James, obviously getting Prince Harry- on his show is just huge for his brand, for his show. Like, everyone's going to watch it. It's yeah. It's huge ratings. And Prince Harry, obviously, there's been a lot of bad press around him and Meghan and leaving the royal family, moving to L.A. So it's kind of, like, his way to tell his story. But totally. on his show. So you could really tell. It was it was smart for the both of them. But it was really funny. And it, yes, it was the perfect platform. Like, if... If Prince Harry had gone and, like, sat with Jimmy Fallon, I'd be like, what? Like, this just does not make sense. Like, I think him literally going on James Corden, who's, you know, also a Brit, and, like, doing this funny thing, but also getting to, like, talk about some serious stuff. Like, it was so perfect. And I, like, a lot of my friends don't really, aren't as obsessed with, like, the royals as much as I am. But, like, I don't think people understand if you're not as obsessed with the royal family. Like, this is crazy that a member of the royal family did this. Like, this is, like, making history, like, left and right. And and I'm very obsessed with the royal family, too. And my question for you is, people are, well, people are very polarized on this issue. Some people are, like, good for them. Like, they do, you know, mm-hmm. live their lives. And some people are, like, fuck Meghan, you know, for coming right. fuck Harry, for 
you know, leaving the the royal family. This was right duty, blah, blah, blah. Where do you stand on this? Okay, here's what I think. I mean, but wait, bud, did you watch The Crown? Have you watched The Crown? I've watched a few episodes, but I love when James Corden asked him about The Crown. He's like, I know. He got so serious. He was like, well, people know that that is fiction, whereas the things they post in the tabloids, people take them as they are. They 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 claim them for fact. Well, so I love The Crown, and like, it is like my favorite show. So hearing a royal get to talk about The Crown because they're usually not allowed to was like, I could not believe myself or could not believe it. But here's what I think. I, after seeing what happened in The Crown when Harry's great-grandpa... Wallace no, Harry's great... Yes, when he stepped down and gave it to his brother. That's, that's, that's Harry's grandma's... Dad. Uncle. So his great, his great-grandpa, essentially. But it'd be his great-uncle because it's his great-grandpa's brother. Yes. Yes. So, but seeing how he was, like, so excommunicated, like, they hated him, yada, 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 I was kind of, like, in a way, like, impressed with Harry because I was like, okay, clearly, like, you're going to be, you know, shit on since for doing this and I was kind of like good for you for taking a stand but at the same time it wasn't like like he was the spare he's not the heir you know like the heir not the spare he didn't really like yes he still has duties and he says he's still gonna do them like he's not stepping away he's just stepping back and like I'm a firm believer in doing everything you can for like your mental health and like making yourself a priority I don't think Megan like forced him to do this I feel like that wouldn't be I don't I don't think he could be forced to do this like it was definitely a personal choice, and I'm sure Megan felt the same and supported him. And at the same time, like, even watching The Crown, like, there's so much tradition that can change. Like, Queen Elizabeth's coronation was the first one to ever be, you know, video gra- videotaped, put on TV. And, like, it is normal for these things to change as time goes on. And I don't think it's fair for us to be like, well, it's tradition. He has to stay, if, even if he doesn't like it. Because, like, things change, people change, traditions change. So that's my two cents. Yeah, I just think you, we don't know anything that goes on. So I think right. if they're happy with their family, then great. Then we're happy. Yeah. And she's pregnant again. She's pregnant again. Apparently the queen knows how to use Zoom and buy waffle makers, which is everything I needed to hear. So I, I'm, I'm, I love it. What's been popping poppin in your news feed, bud? Um, this is actually a really funny story. So... Emily in Paris Does is nominated. Does it involve pee? What? No. <gasps> Emily in Paris is nominated for a Golden Globe. I think they were tonight, so I don't know if they won. I'm they guessing are. They They're currently win. happening. I'm guessing they Let didn't win. Let me look. Um, I, I don't think. There's no way Emily in Paris won. There's no way. Can, you, can we just look after? Yeah, of course. Um, you can keep talking. So, anyways, Emily in Paris was nominated for a Golden Globe, and everyone was like, huh? Like, I don't get me wrong. I love Emily in Paris because it's like a stupid, dumb, fun, escapist dumb, yes. show. But it's not like the acting isn't like whoa and whatever. It, it's it's just a cute show that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So like to be nominated for Golden Globe, everyone was kind of like something's not adding up. Until it came out that the producers or the creators or someone involved with the writing of the show, um or the producing of the show, inv- like, bribed the Hollywood foreign press. I think those are the people who vote on Golden Globes. And took them to right. Paris 
Like all three Wait, of them. What? Like took all 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 the people who vote for. I'm pretty sure this yeah. is right. All the people who vote for who they think should the be nominated. Yeah, for the Golden yeah. Globes. They took them on a free trip to Paris during a global pandemic. <laughs> it just and they thought this wasn't gonna come out. Like what? Wow, more like Emily in a in a global pandemic. Like wow. It just is so strange. That is actually crazy. Um, but in a way, I'm kind of like, all right, not surprising. But wow, I can't believe that actually worked. Hollywood Foreign Press, like, come on, up your standards. I hope you got like a free, I don't know, trip to the Eiffel Tower. Um, but bud, did you see the girl on Twitter who's been like pranking that she's like the producer of the show? And she's just like made all these tweets saying like, Emily in Paris got nominated for a Golden Globe. I wrote that show as a, as a joke, but everyone's, like, believing her. So all these news outlets are writing about her, and she's just quote-tweeting each one, being like, this is just, like, giving journalists a really bad name because I am a 16-year-old girl. I did not write Emily in Paris. But then it got <laughs> to the point where her mom's, her mom's colleagues were congratulating her on her daughter's success. <laughs> mom came home and was like why did my colleagues congratulate me on my daughter's two golden globe nominations that is so funny the twitter verse is added again i'll send her i'll send her to you because she's just everywhere on my feed it's actually and like she makes up the funniest one she's like i wrote that shit when i was high like that's so good i want to so be your friend yeah me too um okay guys we don't have a blast from the past today but we do have what are we watching and I'm interesting to see. Wait, what was our what are we watching? What was our jingle? It was like, what are we watching? Yeah, what are we watching? Okay, ready? Three, two, one. What, what are, are we, we watching? watching? Wait, actually, you. S- yeah. I'm gonna start it, and then you do it. After. You. S- I'll sing when I hear you. Like, cause it's always me after you. Okay, then you go. I'll try. What are we watching? What are we watching? I think that was good. We'll see. Well, we will see. Um, what are we watching, bud? What are you watching? So, actually, right now, it's up on my TV. I am watching um, the show on Netflix. It's called Rain. I started it two years or last year, but then I stopped watching it because, I don't know, I just, like, stopped. So, I'm restarting it again. It's really up my alley. It's a CW show. So, think Vampire Diaries, You love a good CW show. Gossip Girl, but it's historical it's not historically accurate but even it's, better you it's like takes place in 1500s france so you get the princesses the balls the dresses the royalty all that kind of stuff so it's just right up right up my alley and i'm watching it right now and it's you know it, again it's not historically accurate but it's it's fun so yeah i'm watching that so it's not bridgerton it's not bridgerton but it's, is it like no not void not even close to Bridgerton, but oh. but it's it's I don't know. It's more. It's like a Gossip Girl type show, but just okay takes place, you know, like seven hundred years in eighteenth century France, like five hundred years ago, whatever. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But it's I good. Like it's it's watch- fun. It's fun. You're good at like watching cool new shows. I feel like. Thank you. I know like I have I'm to watching, start Ginny and Georgia. Was that what you were gonna say? No. 
Oh, Janine George is the new show on Netflix that came out. That's kind uh, of like, see, I didn't even hear about it. Couldn't even tell you. You're gonna. I know you're gonna watch it. I just know. I'm just predicting your future. I probably will, but I'm just trying to finish Shit's Creek right now. I've got one more episode, so stay tuned, everybody. That's what I'm watching. But I also did want to say um, follow up to last week. I did indeed watch Framing Britney. I watched it in my horrible state day after vaccine, so I can't tell you I remember a ton of it. But I I was very interested in it. Like, it is, if you don't know anything about Britney Spears, I'm, like, not a huge, like, Britney fan. Like, I like her songs, but I'm not, like, a diehard stan. But it definitely just was very, like, interesting, and it brought up a very good, like, conversation about this, like, conservatorship that she's in and, like, how she needs to get out, basically. I just look at her Instagram every day and the shit she posts. It's kind of scary. I'm like, someone needs to help her. And I, the thing is, like, that's what's interesting is because, like, they basically, the from the brief knowledge that they gave us in the documentary about a conservatorship, it's like, people go on it when they maybe are, like, really, really old and can't make decisions for themselves, so they have someone do it. Or, you know, people have been prone to spend their money on XYZ and they, or even give it away, so people need to monitor it. But, like... A couple days before the trial for the conservatorship, she hired her own, like, legal team and was like, why are we on a trial? Like, why are we doing this? And they were like, you seem a pretty, like, sound mind and body, like, to know exactly what's going on. Like, what? And she's like, I don't care if, if, like, a bank manages my money, but, like, not my dad. Like, this doesn't make sense. And then somehow her dad managed to, like, sneak onto the scene and, like, still manages her. And not even her money. Manages her person. So every doctor that she sees talks to her dad first before talking to her, which is, like, horrible. That's so insane. So she could be on medication and not know what she's on because she doesn't technically need to know because she has a conservator, her dad. That seems so fucked. But then again, we don't know the it whole story. It just doesn't seem legal. But just, right. There seems to be a lot of suspicious things going on. Totally. I'll get to the bottom of it. I'm coming, Brittany. Don't worry. You do that, bud. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to law school and just just for this. Goes to law school, takes one trial. It's this one. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add, bud? Anything you want to you wanna touch on before we sign off and let these people get on with their week? Um, just that it was really fun talking to you, bud. Thank you, Julia, for Thank DMing you, Julia. Us. If you have any friends Sweet that girl. would like to watch also or listen, I forget. We don't watch. We're a podcast. Listen to, um, yeah. Yeah, and also, I don't know. I didn't run this by you, bud, but I have been getting a lot of comments saying, like, people like to watch podcasts and, like, like to – sometimes it helps people. So we could potentially maybe a few times, like, record these Zooms and post them somewhere if that will help you guys, um, if that will get us, you know, a broader audience up to you. But – Sometimes we just, like, I haven't really figured out how to do that yet. Yeah, let us know. We'll, we can figure it out. You'll figure it out, and I'll go along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I had one thing to tell you about that was so funny. Um, Queen of Cursive herself messaged me, and she was, like, giving us all these ideas, you know? And then she goes, I can't believe I'm What Are We Doing podcast ghostwriter. <laughs> I was like, you are. And then I go, when this podcast ultimately ends in a caller daddy level um, breakup. <laughs> 
I go, you need to be on my side. She's like, I'm not picking sides. I was At laughing, least I'm not. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I was doing all the editing <laughs> or coming up with the shit. Like, you you are really the brains and stuff. I, I, I'm just... I'm just along for the ride, and I just like doing no, this with you. No, but you make the podcast. Don't lie. You make the podcast. Thank you. I think we. It's. I think it's. Y- you do a lot. Like most of the work behind it, like the editing, all that. The I, I will post once in a while. But on I love internet. it. But I do feel like when we talk and when we do it together, it's very much both of us. Very much equal. Yep, totally. And I know that if I ever couldn't do the work. Like, do the editing and, like, you knew how to, you'd do it 100%. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I, I can't even barely open my computer. And I, like, work I was for gonna a tech say, company and I just don't even yeah. know how to use tech ever. We just got the microphone situation figured out. We're, we're working on one thing at a time, guys. So be patient with us. But I think we're doing great, personally. Yeah, me too. This podcast is just, it's just titled Ari and Becca talk about pee and then compliment each other for five minutes straight <laughs> yes <laughs> so true um okay everybody thank you so much for listening to another episode of what are we doing as always you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast so that's spotify apple google podcast amazon podcast xyz a you know etc um we post every single monday so we hope you guys have a great start to your week and if you're not listening to this on a monday we hope you have a great day and a great rest of your week and we will see you guys next monday bye bye